0: One of the candidates is Shirley Maya Kuzik. Let's talk about her for a moment. She's an immigration consultant, a Latina, and a natural-born Brazilian. So she was born in Brazil and immigrated to the United States and here in New Jersey in 2003. Despite being new to politics, Maya Kuzik says she is the one who can reach out to different demographic groups and appeal to them in a way the GOP hasn't done so in the past. If elected, she would be the first female senator to represent New Jersey. Joining me now is the woman herself, New Jersey Republican Senate candidate, Shirley Maya Kuzik. Shirley, thanks for coming on, appreciate it.
1: Oh, so do I, Uh, likewise.
0: You're running for Senate here in New Jersey, What made you decide to run?
1: Well, first of all, um, I am an immigrant. I am a self-made, very successful businesswoman. I am a mother of three daughters. I am a grandmother of six, and I love New Jersey, and I love America. So I think I have the qualification to just fight for what New Jersey needed at this moment, what the United States needed at this moment to represent the state of New Jersey at the U.S. Senate.
0: Your expected opponent, if you were going to go into the general election, if you make it that far, would be Senator Bob Menendez. He's been in office since 2006. Why is it time yes. for a change?
1: Why is it time for change? Well, the state of New Jersey, Joe, has been like 41 years without have the Republicans represent the state of New Jersey. And to be honest with you, Bob Menendez, whatever he, he, he did in his job— he is not the senator we need right now. Doesn't matter what party he represents, he's doing very bad, which means uh, it's insulting how Senator Bob Menendez has lied to us and cheated on us as a, uh, as a constituent and taxpayer. We deserve someone who can represent us with, with integrity. I am running for United States Senate to make this Bob Menendez last term and dis- disrespecting the people of new jersey
0: now you mentioned the fact that new Jersey's not re-elected a republican a long time it's a historically a blue state the last time a republican senator was elected in the garden state was 1972 that was the year richard nixon was elected president how do you plan to overcome that
1: well so as an immigrant as i said to you i am a straight shooter and first of all i am for the family and for the kids And basically with my team, I am looking forward to get this very well when comes to represent the state of New Jersey, which means uh, myself and my team, we are going to target uh, the vote by mail, increase the voters registration, target low uh, um, propensity voters and target independent voters with our message and also target the faith community and Latino community. As a Latina, I speak Spanish. As a Brazilian, I speak Portuguese. So I am a community leader and being in America for such a long time. I have all the qualification to have this quite a a percentage of the population inside the state of New Jersey.
0: You mentioned vote-by-mail as well as getting more people registered and going into communities who may not necessarily be traditional Republicans, like you mentioned, Spanish-speaking communities, which you say you can connect with. There's also been some discussion in your party about expanding early voting, especially in light of the losses that occurred in 2018, 2020, and then 2022. Does your campaign plan on utilizing early voting in addition to these other methods?
1: Well, we we have uh, sit down. We, I sit down with my team, and we just talk about to um, get more organized and communicate with those communities we can touch base with. In my language, the way I speak Portuguese, extra besides English, Portuguese and English. So we kind of like have to go. What is better suitable for the candidate? Uh, I'm sorry for the voter for the constituent. Which means if that is what we have to do, we are going to do what takes to get a better result and get the percentage we need to win this campaign.
0: Now, in regards to types of targeting, you talk about more what you're going to be doing on the ground. But do you also expect to do TV ad buys and social media promotions at some point?
1: I I start already, I am in a social media right now, and I'm gonna do advertisements. Uh, Also we are gonna just publicize and express what I'm looking for all over in the state of New Jersey. So we are putting that together also.
0: Now let's talk about your resume here. You mentioned the fact that you are immigrant and that you're a fighter, someone who would fight for the state of New Jersey, but it's important to note you've never held elected public office before. What experience yes. would you bring to the table?
1: Well, uh, as an immigration consultant and dealing with the community, I dealt with every single day and also living in the state since uh, 2003. And having my experience dealing with all these issues and supporting all my local uh, uh, candidates all these years, that gave to me enough knowledge that I am very I am the qualified candidate to represent the state of New Jersey at this moment.
0: I want to talk about something that's been a recent development in regards to Senator Menendez. There's been new subpoenas that have been issued in the federal investigation by the Southern District of New York that is currently investigating Menendez and his wife of whether they took gifts. Um, And one of these subpoenas also included North Bergen mayor and state Senator Nicholas Sacco as well. What do you make of these new subpoenas?
1: Joe, I am super aware of all of that by the news and I'm follow all the, his steps to see where he's going. But to be honest with you, it's insulting uh, how he just uh, keep lying and not only Bob Menendez, the whole government, which means, um, we are the constituents, we need the best for New Jersey. And I think he has to be held responsible for his, uh, whatever he get involved. And I'm gonna focus on my candidacy with my uh, voters in the state of New Jersey. And I expect the law and our judiciary uh, uh, um, committees and all the, 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 the federal courts to put him in a position to be held responsible for his acts. Because I'm not the one gonna point it because he already messed up his life with all this. So, whomever has to be participate in that in order to make that, um, to make him have, uh, you know, to be responsible for his acts, that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm not gonna waste my time to just target him in case that he goes bad or good. My, my role over here is to prove that I am better than him.
0: I want to switch gears here and talk about more of the fiscal aspects of this campaign. And that would be a big issue for New Jerseyans is the state and local tax deduction. The way it stands right now, the deduction New Jersey residents can take for property taxes is capped at $10,000. This restriction will expire by the time you would take office. But there's been some rumors that Republicans are looking to extend the cap if they get in the White House, as well as the Senate. After next year's elections, if you had a bill that came before you in the Senate that would keep salt the way it is currently right now, meaning that the maximum amount of property tax deduction you can take off your federal taxes is $10,000, would
1: you vote for that bill? Well, let's put it this way. I think it's too premature for me to give my opinion. And as I said to you, most important for me right now, it's analyze what is good for the state of New Jersey. And to telling you if I'm gonna vote or not, will be for me, not the goal to get involved since I am not in place yet. So when I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna analyze what is important. What what what, what the, the previous administration has done, what this Senator Bob Menendez has signed, what policy is there. So at this moment, I chose and I will be more focused on what is doing, what they're doing right now, and what I have to do in order to give to the state of New Jersey the more safe, secure, uh, less expensive taxes, costs, living costs to help my constituents, my uh, New Jersey uh, constituents. That's my goal. My goal right now is to focus on local elections and also prep myself for 2024. And I know we have a crucial uh, 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 moment for the taxes here in the state of New Jersey. I know that very sure we have to review all that because our kids, they they can't afford it to stay here in the state of New Jersey. So I have to review that with uh, very, you know, careful when I'm placing in as a a senator representing the state of New Jersey. But right now, at this moment, I prefer focus what is most important to get the election, take that serious, win the election, and then sit down and see exactly what I can do. That's how I manage my life and my business. I don't jump any any situation without have the full knowledge, the full secure that I can sign and support. I'm very straight and focused and rational when I do things.
0: I want to talk about some current events here. Title 42 expired last week. You've come out against this move by the Biden administration. You have 30 plus years of experience as an immigration consultant. I know you wouldn't have signed on to this in the first place, you would have kept title 42 in place, but given the situation, the way it is now, how do we solve this problem?
1: Well, um, title 42 is completely like, um, it's let's put it this way. Title 42. It's very uh, suitable for the moment we have right now and supposed to be, uh, going, not supposed to just expire it and not give it opportunity for, um, the immigrants come over here, with, uh, accept it as a asylum when they prove they are being persecuted on, on their country. So my position about immigration, with all my experience, goes to we have to reform our immigration department. It's crucial to see um, this administration to not see what they're doing. Basically, Title 42, it's just, it's just a small percentage of the whole crisis. One immigrant cost a day, $50,000 a day to the whole system, to, to our taxpayers, which means, let's put it this way. You, you get one immigrant crossing the border right now, especially without the, 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 uh, the Title 42 in, in force. You pay from your pocket $55,000 a day to that immigrant, because the immigrant takes like three, four years to just get himself settled. And start to thinking about what tax mean and all the business hire those immigrants, like, uh, without a documentation, they're not paying taxes. So you, me and all the taxpayer, it's paying all this money for what? Where are we gonna put these immigrants? This administration is making the 51 state over here because during the Biden administration until now, we have almost 6 million people crossing the border and they stay here inside America. What does that mean? The state of New Jersey alone, it's 9 million uh, people live here. So it's, it's, what are we doing? Creating the next state, which we are gonna support that? So I totally disagree. We need a immigration reform. One of the most problem, big problem about our debt ceiling is immigration. Immigration takes a lot of money from the taxpayer, huge amount of money. So it's, it's completely out of order. So th- basically what we're doing now, it's kind of like, we taxpayer, we American citizen, we constituent, we have to take control of this situation and close the border, even though me as an immigrant, and legalize what we have inside. What immigrant can qualify for that, based upon on the law that we have, and then move on to see what's going on. But it's too much money. It's too much people. It's out of order, out of control right now.
0: Now, House Republicans have passed the Secure the Border Act. They did this last week, which would mandate that Custom and Border Protection hire enough Border Patrol agents to maintain a staff of 22,000, develop a plan to upgrade existing technology to make sure border agents are well equipped, and require the DHS secretary to resume construction of the border law. Now, it's unlikely that this is going to go anywhere in the Senate. But based on the principles I've outlined, is this a bill that has your support?
1: Nope. <laughs> That's the bill I'm, I, I have to sit down and propose. My bill Propose. get some uh, good brains inside the Senate, sit down and see what I have to propose. Because immigration is not a simple thing and takes a lot of money from our taxpayers. And I'm, myself, a good taxpayer, which means I don't accept it. This bill is just nonsense. they they, they not—it seems like they just want to cover what they're doing with spending too much money and put our debt ceiling on the roof. It it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Menendez has criticized the Biden administration for not going far enough when it comes to immigration. He recently proposed a plan to create more lenient immigration policies— Speaking from your experience as an immigration consultant, do we need these reforms that he's that he's talking about? I know you're saying we need to reform the whole system, but is it in line with what he's talking about? Is it a mix of things? What do we need to do?
1: I read his proposal, and it's ridiculous. Bob Menendez is proposing to um, be more flexible to on the asylum. Let me tell you something here on my daily experience joe i see people crossing the border and knock my door in my office to get themselves a possibility of legalization with a frivolous asylum sometimes a not a accurate uh, asylum with without no paper no evidence and then we taxpayer keep paying the whole system to hold these people until 2020 2032 2035 they they have court schedule for my clients for 2035 so what does that mean this is going to be over here without social security not paying taxes working under this business which uh, illegally hire them and making a fake social security and work for the union with uh, a fake social security that's another crime so it's it's so many things there doesn't work so right now we have my proposal will be to sit down and open the whole immigration department and come up with a solution which we can prioritize those ones inside America which prove already They are qualifying to be legal here. Those ones never have a crime. Those ones pay taxes every year. Those ones raise their kids without the the government, uh, asking the government money for. Those ones have their kids on the school, American born kids in the school. Then you keep move on. We have a good quality of immigrants already here. Why we open the border and then come up with a very stupid proposal to those one wanna come in. We have to take care of what we have now, what we have inside, not getting more people. Let's put it this way. Um, I'm gonna tell you like your house. You you make your money, you administrate your money, and then you pay your your your, your bills, so you know how much you can expend, how much you, you can afford it. So now you receive a visitors in your house. And they don't pay anything. They stay like in vacation. So now they decide to stay. Now they decide to not go nowhere. They don't work. If they work, they don't pay your bills. And guess what? So now you are receiving more visitors. Now your house is going to be overcrowded. You don't have money to support your visitors, nor people to live with you. So now you have to borrow money to make yourself like completely in debt which is our debt ceiling, and then you receive more people. So what kind of administration do you have for your house? So that's the same thing we're living here. So that's what I tell my, my clients. So you want to be in America? You love America? You came to America because America is a beautiful country to live. It's a country of a paternity, Joe. So then you have those immigrants. Come over here. And then I tell them, so you have to understand you cross the border. So now you let's find out if you qualify. If you don't qualify, you have to leave. You have to come over here when, when you qualify for immigration uh, and immigration in order to be legal. So immigration, it's a, a huge percentage. Working with immigration so many years, Joe, make me see where is the cancer, where is the pain, where the money goes. On top of that, these people, they're not going to be voters. If the Democrats think they put in these people here to be a voter, it's going to take years to they vote. So now when they have babies, they're going to use the hospital. Now we have the schools super crowd, so we have to pay a chunk money from the taxpayer for the Board of Education to support that completely crowd schools, which the teachers cannot take it anymore. If I keep going over here, we're going to be two hours interview on that subject.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you clearly have a lot to say on that for sure. But you have mentioned the debt ceiling. So I have to bring that up. I know we're short on time here, but I want to get your take on what's going on. There's negotiations that are currently underway in Washington. The White House is looking for a clean debt ceiling bill, while House Republicans want some spending cuts to be a part of a final package. If you were a senator right now, would you raise the debt ceiling along with cutting spending?
1: No, no, sir. The debt ceiling has to be completely like reasonable, and we have to sit down and see how much money we owe. We have to administrate this country as you administrate in a business. When it comes to money, this is a this is a capitalism country. I'm, I'm look. I'm so impressed when I came to this country. Way back then, I was so happy to come here. I was in tears when I get my citizenship. I have so much respect for this country, and I decided to do everything to stay here. And when I received my citizenship, I was totally like amazed. What a beautiful country! People respect each other. The debt ceiling uh, was not there, aggravating my 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 money, my tax money I was paying. But now why we have this debt ceiling. So guess what? I disagree for your answer and where are we going? So who is going to pay for this massive amount of debt, Joe? Our children, that is completely unfair and irresponsible. The federal government has to be, has not been managing our tax dollar. Well, they need to do this better. As a business owner, I am expected to balance my budget and make sure that I spend my money properly. So applies for our country on the same way. So I disagree. And I think we have to stop to let it go, let, uh, open the border. And also we have to stop to send money overseas to take care of people out there. And take care of ourselves first get a strong economy and then we can help others and then we can talk about more reasonable legal immigration come get people smart people here i'm an immigrant i am very successful businesswoman, which means I, I i'm a self-made i came over here i didn't have what i have now i made myself by myself working here this country is beautiful it's a country That opportunity, it's a lot everywhere, but we have to control the debt ceiling. We have to control the border. We have to get back in safety. We have to take care of families. We have to take care of kids. And there we go.
0: All right. Well, we'll have to see how this all plays out. New Jersey Republican Senate candidate, Shirley Maya Kuzik, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate it.
1: I appreciate to have you to to, to you have me here anytime. So thank you very much.
0: Well, that about does it for me this week. Thanks for joining me as always to stay in touch with what's going on in the show. All you have to do is follow me on social media, which you can do on Twitter at block underscore Joey. Again, my last name is spelled B-L-O-C-H underscore Joey. You can also check me out on Instagram at joey.block.39. Again, it is at joey.block.39. Now. In case you just found this for the first time, you're like, oh my God, I love this show. It's so great, but where do I find it? Well, here's what you got to do. You got to go to that device of yours, whether it's your smartphone, your iPad, your computer. You go to that, find that internet browser of yours. You go and type Fox Sports Radio New Jersey dot com slash podcast. Again, that is Fox Sports Radio New Jersey dot com slash podcast. You put that in, and it will take you right to the podcast page on Fox Sports New Jersey's website. So you go there, you scroll down, until you find In the Middle with Joey Block. You click on that button, and all the past episodes will be there, with the newest ones at the top and the older ones at the bottom. Now, we typically put out new episodes every Friday afternoon at 3 p.m., so be sure to tune in for that. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It has been a pleasure. We'll be back in next week with more In the Middle right here on Fox Sports New Jersey.